How's that for your champion? Great. I take one more and then the check. Yeah, thank you. Do you want me to wait a minute or put it in now? Might as well just put it in now. Thanks. Please review the exit seat responsibilities on the safety information card in your seat back pocket if you're unable to or prefer not to perform these functions. Contact a flight attendant and we'll be happy to find you another seat. Once again, folks, your laptops uh, may either be stowed underneath the seat in front of you or in the overhead. They may not be stowed in your seat back pocket. Smaller items may be placed under the seat in front of you as well. goodness hey everybody <laughs> welcome to i hate music here we are on the i hate music podcast yeah! i'm feeling it nick's feeling it producer justin are you feeling it he's feeling it people good god it's too good welcome to i hate music on location in where are we sunny los angeles california more specifically sherman oaks sunny sherman oaks is los angeles close to la they are, you know, a lot of people, that's a great question. Actually. It is a great question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that Los Angeles and LA are the same place. What do you mean by that? They physically occupy the same geographical location in the world. Just two names for the same thing? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that. I thought LA was like slightly south of Los Angeles. No, no. It's a very, very common misconception. Is it though? Really? Yes. Okay. Oh God, you uh, wouldn't well, believe. I mean, every time a friend visits from out of town, it's okay. like, you know, is it, hey, is L.A. and Los are they the same? Right. Are they different? Well, it, I feel like it's a well kept secret, but it makes me feel better that I'm not the only one that didn't know. You know, in a in a city the size of Los Angeles, it's good to know that there's just still a little bit of mystery. Right. You know, I mean, a lot of people haven't even heard of Los Angeles, where I came from. 
you know, like up in Portland, mm. I mentioned to people like, oh, I'm going to L.A. or Los Angeles. And they're like, oh, I'm, I've never heard of that. Yeah, what is that? You tell people L.A. and they think Louisiana. Right. You know? No, everybody thought it was Louisiana. Yeah, I know. It's so true. It's so true. Well, you know, I mean, I, I would say that Los Angeles is a city that's on the come up, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I think yeah. I think in a few years, this place could really be, I mean, a, a real um, – a real center of art and culture mm-hmm. and media. Yeah, a real you know? sandwich thrower. Yeah, it, it, it's. A, it, I predict that this city is going to be a real sandwich <laughs> thrower in a few years. Yes, I think you're right. Well, so we're here in L.A. Why are we here in L.A.? What's going on? I mean, who are you? What are we doing here? What is this place? Why am I here? Sure. I'm, I'm pretty lost at this moment. Well, who am I? You haven't even told people who I am. Uh, you're a friend. I think that... That's enough, right? No, I've known you for uh, quick math over twenty years. Yeah, definitely over twenty. I'd say it's coming up on twenty-five years. Yeah, yeah, about twenty-five. Uh, we have been musical collaborators, mm-hmm. um, most notably in "Climb to Salem" and uh, the "Nothing" record, "The Grace of Audible." Yeah, you've also been a part of "Snares of Sixes" and "Self Spiller." Um, but I think the main things we did together were the Nothing record and the Zalem recordings. Um, that was a really long time ago. Yes. And we, we met in Minneapolis many, many moons ago, and we've been friends ever since. Um, yeah, that's about it, right? And my name is? Nick Loicano. There you go. <laughs> I still spell your name Hi, with everybody. an H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how that started, but I, I still spell it N-I-H-K. Oh, I'll tell you how that started. So you used to sign off your emails, uh-huh. uh, and, and you would write your name as J-Sin, S-I-N. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. And I thought that was silly and funny, uh-huh. and so I was like, well, what can you do with Nick? And so I just put an H in there and spelled I, I it, it N-I-H-K, yeah. and I did it as a joke. And people saw it and were like, that actually looks really cool. Yeah. And I was like, does it? Yeah. It's not stupid? And people were like, no, it's not stupid. No, I, I, yeah, I and prefer it. So I started doing it. And like, I was in a bunch of bands over the years, people who never, you know, knew about it, you know, and they would like, they would see how I wrote my name in like the liner notes of, a, of an old CD that mm-hmm. I would, did or something. And they'd be like, oh, can you spell it that way for our album? And I'd be like, really? Yeah, okay, it's cool. Okay. <laughs> I, I spell it that way and I pronounce it that way. I add a little in there. My family Nick. still gives me a lot of shit and calls me Nick and Nick. all that. Yeah, yeah. Nick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. Um, so I came down to see the Mr. Bungle reunion with you last night. Yes, sir. At the Fonda Theater. It was pretty amazing. It was really incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was really, uh, I expected it to be awesome, but it did not disappoint. Had a few surprises in there, a lot of cool covers. Uh, SOD was really cool to hear. Them playing Hello Waits by Slayer was yeah. amazing. It was uh, like, the set was like half covers. Yeah. So yeah, they did They did their original, their first demo, Raging mm-hmm. Wrath of, was that their first one? Uh, yes. Now I, I'm not sure. I okay. believe it was. So they did uh, their first demo, Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny, like in its entirety. Uh, they played a couple of, extra songs that were sort of written around that time. Yeah. And then the rest of the set was covers. Yeah, like mostly like hardcore covers. Um, but they also played the SOD and the Slayer. They did Summer Breeze. Yeah, that's um, right. They played La Cucaracha for a second. Um, they opened the set with It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. That's right, Mr. Rogers. Right, and Mike Patton was like wearing a Mr. Rogers sweater and he was holding a puppy. He was holding a puppy An actual stage. live puppy. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think they sacrificed it or anything, did they? I hope not. Yeah, I don't think they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, I wanted to introduce uh, producer Justin was nice enough to host us for my second On Location podcast. That's pretty cool. Yes. Thank you, producer Justin. Thank Manning you, the producer boards Justin. over there. Um, and I have to make a side note, too, that uh, producer Justin and Nicolai Cano were also part of one of my favorite podcasts, the Bionic Broadcast, a few years back. Um, it's still on iTunes. Check it out. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, you know, you, uh, we, we did this podcast for four years. We did 100 episodes. And, uh, I, you know, I was kind of telling you about it over the years and like, yeah. you know, ah, I'm doing this podcast, check it out, see what you think. Um, and then like after we stopped doing it, after we kind of wrapped you at that point, like gave it a shot, like kind of yeah. got around to it. Right. Yeah. That's, that's how it goes. Uh, and you were like, oh my God, it's really good. And I was like, oh, thanks. Uh, we're not doing them anymore, but, uh, yeah, it but was great. you listened to like every episode and I did. you've been, you know, getting in touch with me like on Facebook messenger and like, Hey, I just heard this episode and you said this thing. And like, yeah, I f barely remember half the shit. Yeah. I said. <laughs> what did you mean when you said this at, uh, three minutes into episode 60? What did you mean by that? Well, sometimes you'd say like, Hey man, I think you're dead wrong about this subject. Yeah. And I'd be like, Oh, well, what did I say about it? Like, right. I don't even remember. Yeah, you know? yeah. And you would tell me and occasionally I'd be like, Oh, I don't think that way now. Right. I, I don't think yeah. that way anymore yeah. about it, but you know, that's interesting. Yeah. It's funny. Well, I mean, obviously people's, opinions and perspectives perspectives change but uh yeah it was fun to be able to just like ping you and be like this is what i just heard we grow we change we move from la to los angeles yeah i mean that's what you did recently right because you were in la i think that's why i was confused about the whole thing you were in la and then moved to los angeles correct okay yes so last time i was visiting we were in la, LA. now we're in los angeles got it yep okay no, you'll get it, man. I, Just I feel, hey, keep coming I feel much back. Better. And... I, I apologize for my ignorance. No, hey, listen, like I said, it's a very common misconception. Well, we have a similar thing in Portland. Mm. Do tell. Portland and PDX. Same thing. Same place. PDX sounds like a. Uh... <laughs> PDX sounds like the rapper in a uh, metalcore band. Oh, it is. Yeah. That's PD what I mean. PDX. Yeah, Portland. The city of Portland is actually a rapper in a metalcore band. No shit. Yeah, it's the same thing. No same shit. Same geographical location. A geographical location is also a rapper. Correct. Wow. Yeah. Hey, man, 2020. Oh, man. Shit's wild <laughs> It nowadays, is. It's man. crazy. I can't even, keep, hell. Keep, can't even keep up with it. So yeah. if you come to visit in Portland, we'll go over that whole situation. You think I'll get to meet Petey? I mean, is he like, is he cool? No. I mean, he's really large and flat uh, and kind of prickly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind flat dudes. Oh, is it even a... You said he. he. Yeah, no, it's a dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. PDX. Don't assume the gender of my city. I, I would never. That's why I had to stop myself, okay, even good. though you had already said he. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about, so don't trust me. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Nick, Nick Loicano. Yes, sir. Do you want to play the first song? I would love to. Okay. Do you, do you know the format? You know what is going to happen? You know, do you understand what we're doing here? Guess, yeah, we go back and forth, right? Uh -huh. We yep. play songs. Uh, you don't tell, I won't tell you what it is that I'm going to play. Right. And yep. uh, we're just going to listen for a bit and then kind of offer our commentary and, you know, see what you think. Awesome. Okay, cool. Producer Justin, do you have any of those sound effects cued up that I gave you? Yes. Awesome. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> This is my first episode with uh, producer Justin as well. 
He's the man. He a lot did, of firsts. Today. He did almost all 100 episodes of the Bionic broadcast. That's right. There was a time. Yeah. Yeah. My cousin was doing it uh, for the first few episodes, and then uh, oh, and then he got too busy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Lame. All right. Uh... <laughs> now we love you, producer Steve. Nobody knows who producer Justin or producer Steve are. Yeah. I, b- I barely do. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah, so uh, let's hit it. Here's my first song. Jamiroquai? No, it's not Jamiroquai. <laughs> it sounds someone's just like on the volume fader, just going up and down as yeah. fast as they can. No, very interesting kind of sonically, you know, things going on. Yeah. It's um, it's good in the headphones. Which actually, yeah. I could use like... A little more music, uh, Justin, please? Yeah, a tad more. Not too much, because then we end up yelling. A little more. <laughs> it sounds great to me, Producer Justin. Thank you. So it's not Jamiroquai? It's not Jamiroquai, no. Is it Candlebox? <laughs> Yeah, this is a Candlebox B-side. This is their experimental phase. I like it. Sometimes I'm tempted to Shazam things. I love Shazam and Oh, me shit, too. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's great. I have a whole playlist on Spotify that's just all the shit I've Shazammed. And it's just this eclectic mix of whatever because I just throw them all in there. Yeah, yeah. So that's I don't cool. lose them. This is really weird. It's pretty trippy, right? Yeah. It's not Jamiroquai, but... Uh, this person is from the same country as Jamiroquai. I want to say Jamiroquai is English. That's correct. Okay. It's got to be the Beatles. <laughs> right? There's really only two, like, only two bands from the UK that you need to know about. Notable bands. Yeah. Two notable bands, and that's Jamiroquai and the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, forget Extreme Noise Terror. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, um, well, I dug it. Uh-huh. It reminded me of thing. Actually, I'm not going to say that because that was an artist I'm going to play in this episode. Oh, okay. So okay. I don't want to say that name. Um, it reminded me of certain things, but mm-hmm. nothing that I really know. Uh, English makes me think it might be... Yeah, honestly, I have no idea okay. what that is. So this is a guy named J. Paul, and it's spelled, okay. I, I think that's how you pronounce it. It's spelled J-A-I, uh, J, and yeah. then Paul, the normal, you know, okay. P-Q-W-X, right? The normal spelling of Paul. Right. Uh, 
But so what this is, it's actually like a really interesting story. So <clears throat> this is this guy. He's like, you know, he's uh, kind of a he does a lot of like dance music. Right. Okay. Or like yeah. A lot of beats. He kind of works in that milieu. And um, he put out a couple of songs um, and started to get some label attention. And he, he got signed and he started working on his debut album. And he's like not very prolific like it was taking him a long time to put the record out right and people were really excited about his early stuff he'd only done like a couple of singles but people were really excited about like what's the album gonna be like he's working on it it's taking forever mm -hmm. and so um there's a couple of different stories about what happened but essentially um the, the the kind of the prevailing story is that he got his laptop stolen okay and the album got leaked and this oh. was back in 2013 Mm -hmm. And it got leaked and people just kind of fucking lost their minds. Like it, it's a whole record like this, you it's, know? Yeah. It's really crazy. Stuff. It's yeah. It's really inventive and like great use of samples. And like, mm -hmm. he's doing a lot of interesting things with kind of the fading and the stereo effects yeah, and yeah. all that kind of shit. Really interesting production work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it was just like super exciting. And then like as quickly as it went up, mm -hmm. it got taken down. Like they were his label and him were like, we did not release this. This is oh, not official. Right. And but like it was already on, you know, it was like uh, it was like, uh, let's see, it was in April of 2013 is when it when it came out. OK. And people were like, this is album of the year material. You know, people were it was getting written up all over Pitchfork. Yeah. yeah. Pitchfork did a review of it, even though it wasn't it's not like officially released. released. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, they got, it got pulled down. He sort of disavowed it. He was like, these tracks are unfinished. This is, it's fucked up and whatever. And then he just basically disappeared again for another five years. Didn't put out any, didn't finish the record. Didn't put out any tracks, right. you know, whatever. Well, so finally, um, last year him and his record label said, fuck it. Let's release it, you know, and wow. so they released it as an album. And so now it, you can get it. But for a long time, for a few years there, it was the kind of thing that you had to. I mean, it's the Internet, so it was right. out there. You can get right. It. Yeah. But it was kind of hard to find. And it wasn't on YouTube. And it what you had to go mm -hmm. to a fucking daily motion. I mean, ew. <laughs> daily motion. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to hear this stuff. Right. Um, but, yeah, it made a big splash. So Jay Paul and the album, it, it, they ended up titling the album Leak 0413 bait ones that's odd too yeah that's the wow. name and that song was called straight out of mumbai <laughs> great yeah <laughs> wow okay so that was rupaul yeah rupaul <laughs> j paul j, j -Paul. a i paul okay. yeah I, that's the way it looks but so the very first track on the album is some guy going like it's Jay Paul. Like he keeps saying Jay Paul. So that's I'm taking it from the way it's pronounced on his own album. Yeah. I I I well, yeah, I think he's wrong too. It could be he could be wrong about yeah. his own name. Yeah. You know? I mean it happens. It happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, just as often as people get confused about LA versus Los Angeles, people don't know how to pronounce or spell their own names. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um that was really cool. I I enjoyed that. Right on, cool. Uh yeah, check out the album. It's okay. really it's really trippy. It's it's kind of a lot of the songs are kind of in that vein, but mm -hmm. some of them are like really stark and and sort of stripped down. Others are like yeah. really really sample heavy. Um, you know, his vocals are interesting. Uh yeah, yeah, it's neat. Wasn't wasn't he in Breaking Bad too? <laughs> no, uh he was in that uh, fa uh no, not Fast and the Furious, uh Need for Speed. He was in Need for Speed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
A lot of people make that. As it's many people that don't know how to spell their own names or know the difference between L.A. and Los Angeles right. think that J. Paul was in Breaking Bad. And Need for Speed. And Need for Speed, okay. which he was. And also RuPaul. Correct. Okay. Well, I'm going to play a song. Please do. Uh, I'm going to. I was like, oh, I'm excited to play these songs for Jason, but like, I'm actually more excited to hear your songs. Oh, don't be. <laughs> I mean, my taste is awful. All right, so. I'll, I'll lower my expectations. Yeah, don't. You might as well just not even pay attention. Here we go. If this doesn't at least sound familiar to you, you're a fucking idiot. I think I know what this is, and it's fucking awesome. I've never heard this. This is top of my list to play for you, because I know you should appreciate this, but I'm not sure you've ever taken the time to check it out. Are there vocals? Yes. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll reserve commentary and judgment until I hear the vocals. You know what it is, though. Uh, yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Oh my god, I love this. I yeah. fucking love this. Of course you do. This has Nick Loicano written all over it. Like literally, it's on the album cover. This album is called Nick Loicano. It is, yeah. I've been meaning to tell you about it. <laughs> wow, I'm flattered. <laughs> oh, listen to that bass. Yeah. singer as before I'm really bad at that stuff but okay. I'm pretty sure yeah so you know what it is yeah do you know the band name though this it's Ved Wenzenda it's not though ah. but it is oh it's not called Ved Wenzenda no what is the band called virus virus Ved Wenzenda had one record right and then they reformed basically with most of the same people as virus Okay. And Virus has like five records. No shit? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And I knew you'd be excited and I was pretty sure you didn't know about it. I did not know this. Yeah. Oh shit. But it's obviously fantastic. Yeah. And way up your alley. Is it all like this? Like all their records? Yeah. Like Yeah. But it, I mean, it just reeks of Ed Buenzenda. Absolutely. It's yeah. got the jazzy bass line. It's got those crazy chords. Um, the weird ass vocals. Yeah. Yeah. 
And actually, Ved Wenzenda just reformed, too. I had heard about that. We were kind of talking about that, and I had heard about it, but it sounds like they're only doing live gigs or yeah. maybe not doing an album yet. Yeah. But Virus broke up, like, last year. Yeah, so that Ved Buenzenda album, Written in Waters, is a it's a personal favorite of mine, oh, yeah. like just a kind of a classic. Totally. It, it was, you know, we came across it like when we were deep in our black metal yeah, yeah. phase. Uh, and, and like... Mid-90s. It has elements of it. Yeah, mid-90s. I mean, it probably came out in like 94, 95. Yep. And it had elements of black metal, but also was very progressive and kind of pushing the boundaries. Yeah. Well, it was that... They call it the Weirding of Norway, and that was like the first record that was like the Weirding of Norway. It was like the first time that somebody like really broke out and did something like completely weird and different. The Weirding of Norway. Yeah, some people refer to it as that, the Weirding of Norway. But yeah, this stuff has like a serious, obviously, Vedbuenzenda vibe, but it has like some Plan E vibes to it too. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. Like it's... It's it's a little groovy. It's yeah, a little progressive. It's jazzy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So this is um, from the album, the agent that shapes. Dis- I always say this wrong. The agent that shapes the desert. Got it. Yeah. Is their third, maybe fourth record? That's yeah. really rad, and I, I feel like a dumbass for not knowing that like they continued on and like carried yeah. on that sound because it was always that Ved Buenzender they they did the one record and then they did like an EP a couple of years later, but uh, it was be- like the EP was before, oh, but yeah, they did they, the, the, they did like a re-release of it or something. Yeah. That's kind of when I yeah. uh, uh, came across it, and then that was it, right? And yeah. I was like, ah, these guys like and and. Like it's not perfect. Uh, Written in Waters isn't perfect. There are lulls and there are spots where they kind of were, you know, didn't things didn't quite come together or whatever. Right. But that's what I loved about them. And um, we kind of talked about this a little bit, um, you know, earlier yesterday about, <clears throat> you know, I love bands that are imperfect. I find myself loving imperfect bands more than I like bands. How to? I mean, how to put it? Like. I like a band that's not afraid to take chances. Right. And, um, you know, sometimes they put stuff on their records where it's like, oh, yikes. And like, yeah, you skip, uh-huh. skip that track every time. Or, right. you know, they're a band that has, uh, you know, lots of stylistic interests. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I find that, you know, the parts I like are the one style. And then they've got this other style that doesn't yeah, yeah. really work, but it's part of their sound. And But I still love them because I love that they're Definitely. willing to try different things and, and you know. Um, so that was that band for me. That was that record for me. And, uh, uh, oh, that, sh- that shit was great. Yeah. Virus, the agent that shaped the desert. Yeah. What was the yeah. name of the song? Uh, that song was, I think the title track. Okay. From that record. I think, um, playing off of YouTube is sometimes problematic. And yeah. That was like the one I played was the entire album. So it didn't really give a breakdown of the track. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, no, that was fucking great. Yeah, it's it's great. They um they did a bunch of tours and were active for quite a while. And then yeah, I think it was last year they they threw in the towel. But now they're doing these reformed Bedwinsenda shows, and that's pretty awesome. Yeah, 
I mean, ha- have you looked at it? Do you know if they're touring the U.S.? Or... No, okay. they did. They did a surprise uh, reformation for somebody's birthday party. <laughs> and surprise, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it was like. Here's Red Buenzenda, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, what?" And then uh, I think they're doing like two shows in Greece. I think they might be doing a couple festivals here and there, but I think that's it. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Ah, nice. Well, I mean, that you know, that's the other thing. Fed Buenzenda was around in the mid nineties, so there was no fucking YouTube. Yep. And, you know, there's no decent recordings or anything like right. that that I've ever been able to find. So, you know, now it's just like, yeah, I can't make it to Greece, but I can definitely make it to YouTube. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> most days. <laughs> well, some people don't understand that <laughs> Greece and YouTube they occupy the same geographical the same geographical location, location. is yeah. Greece. I, you know, I had heard that, but yeah. I, you know, you can't believe everything you read. The same amount of people that believe that believe that L.A. and Los Angeles are the same place. Yep. Yeah. And Jay Paul was in Need for Speed. Thank you. All right, Justin. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> um, by the way, Nick, um, you don't have a beverage, do you? I do. I have a glass have water. of water. Yeah. Uh, this is time for that segment that we call. What you watching? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to do that. Yeah, that was a bit from the podcast. We had a lot of sound effects, and uh, we would do a uh, a new cocktail recipe every episode, and uh, we would announce it. It was a big fanfare of lasers and sound effects, and yeah, I appreciate your mouth. Other bullshit. That was really cool. (laughs) I appreciate your mouth. You got a real pretty mouth. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Some people say I have a cowboy mouth. <laughs> Only cowboy junkies would say that you have a cowboy <laughs> mouth. Or drive by truckers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm having too much fun. It's too good, people. I think we should just stop. Yeah, it's, it's not going to get any better nope, than this. Just, let's just cut our losses. Yep, yeah. That's it. It's been great uh, yep. being here. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you for having me. Sure. Yeah. Um, Play our next song. Yeah, all right. Okay. Uh, Justin. Strange yeah, I, I know you're not going to know this band, but I hope you'll get to know this band after this. Yeah. 
really cool. You like it? Yeah. It's really interesting. Like, I'm just picking up, like, every little piece of, like, what's going on. There's kind of the chunky guitar in the right mm -hmm. channel and the weird-ass electronics. Mm -hmm. This totally reeks of you. Yeah? Yeah. It sounds like something I'd like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's rad. I dig that bass yeah, right, right there. That's really cool. Yeah. Going all the way up. Yeah, this, this, like, if somebody, like, chopped you into four pieces, I feel like those pieces would be, like, um, like slow core shoegaze, uh huh, uh, Japan, <laughs> electronics, and bass. Uh, you, you, <laughs> you actually got all the elements of this band right there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. And I feel like the like if I had a huge knife and I just cut you in four pieces, like that's what they would be. It feels like that's like what you really get into. <laughs> yeah, all those things call to me. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So you're right. This is a Japanese band. Okay. Yep. Well, there's only like two of those. Yeah. So the Beatles or Mars <laughs> Yeah, I'm sold on this. This yeah. is really great. So this is the first song that I ever heard by this band. Okay. Um, and they had a, they've had a pretty long career. They've okay. been going since like the early to mid '90s. Uh huh. Um, and they're kind of off and on, you know, like they do a record or they do an EP and then they disappear for a while and then they mm -hmm. come back and stuff. Um, but yeah, once I heard this song, I, you know, it's like, well, I got to hear more. And I just fell down the rabbit hole. They're one of the most eclectic bands I've ever heard. They, they do everything from like death metal to this kind of electronic stuff to um, stuff that's way poppy uh, to just straight shoegaze. Indie rock, like yeah, yeah. They, is this a Gretzko? No, no. Okay. <laughs> a Gretzko's pretty rad though. I love a Gretzko. <laughs> I actually have another song by these guys just to kind of show you the yeah, yeah. You know, just how varied their sound can be. There it is. So, what is that? So, that band is called... <clears throat> get ready. Okay, I'm ready. Coltar of the Deepers. <laughs> is that with a K or a C? So, with a C. Okay. <laughs> Coltar wow. of the Deepers. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's a great name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know what it means. Lothar uh, of the Hill People. Yeah, it's like Lothar of the Hill People, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, that song was called Shed. And uh, it was off this uh, EP called the Bear EP. They did a whole series of, <laughs> they did, they did a whole series of uh, EPs that were like named after. There's like the Tortoise EP and the Penguin EP and oh, the right. Bear EP. It's like Sufjan Stevens doing one for each state, but they're going to do one for each animal. For each animal, right. yeah, and subspecies. Right. So right. They're going to be busy. And phylum and and order. Yes. Yeah. And order especially. Yeah. Yes. Well, you can't. You got to start with the order. Work your way down to the. The family Phylum. and the uh, phylum. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The stamen. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, in fact, um, Justin, just real quick, if you can, in that email I sent you, there's one that's like extras. Yeah, that's it right there. I see it. So this is another one of their songs. Okay. Like, this is just what you get with these guys. You yeah, think so? It does sound like the Macarena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the vocals come in, it's got a different sort of vibe, but But they'll go from this to death metal, straight death metal yeah. to more shoegazy stuff. By the way, um, just as a as a kind of a lifelong fan of shoegaze, um, Japan is where it's happening. Like, shoegaze was this thing that happened, like, in the 90s. It kind of came out of the UK. Some yeah. American bands did it a little bit and stuff. And then it just kind of died out, right? It was just, like, a movement. And, you know, right. some of the luminaries, you know, like, uh, My Bloody Valentine came back a couple years ago. And, yeah. and, you know, some of those bands are either back together or, or uh, you know, doing reunion shows or sure, doing new yeah. records, whatever it might be. But, like, in Japan, they just fucking grabbed that ball and ran with, ran it. with it and there are so many amazing Japanese shoegaze really? bands yeah current and you know all throughout I mean like they just never stopped they were yeah, like well, yeah. we fucking like this we're gonna keep doing it right yeah <laughs> what's the what's the name of this band again Coltar of Coltar the Deepers of the Deepers okay with a C Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. But there you go. That's 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 these guys. And uh, yeah, I'll I'll give you some stuff to check out. Yeah, know, that's kinda, cool. Kind of cherry pick some of the some of the really good shit. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. I, they're one of my absolute favorite bands of the like, you know, like I said, they've been around forever, but they're one of my favorite kind of finds of the last four or five years, and mm -hmm. I fucking love them. And they they recently kind of reformed or played some new shows for the first time in like ten years. And uh, okay. Uh, I, our friend in Japan was able to go see them, and I was fucking crazy jealous. And you know, anyway, yeah, anyway, that's Coltar. great. <laughs> Coltar. All right, what do you um, got next? I got something. That's music. Here we go. One of the most challenging parts of meditation is what's sometimes called the. I love that fucking band. It's great. <laughs> Challenging meditation. It's a good band. Name. That's not bad. It's almost a Napalm Death album title, right? Yeah. Nice. I thought you'd dig this. This artist I've been on and off obsessing over for four or five years. I've d I don't think I've ever heard this. 
this song is brand new too. Okay. How long have they been going? Not sure. Okay. Um, at the very least, five or six years. Okay. But they, they don't go back to like the 90s or the early 2000s. I don't think so. Okay. Sometimes I really hate the vocals, and sometimes I love them. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, s to decide how I feel about the vocals. Yeah. Like I don't mind the vocal melody, but like some the tonal. Uh huh. It's not always like this, but sometimes it is. Sometimes it's a little bit more ethereal, I guess. Right. But it's also part of the reason I like it because it's different. It, I'm just always trying to figure out how I feel about the voice. Sounds like she's making a baby voice, but yeah. I, I really don't think that's intentional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she kind of sounds like um, Yolandi from uh, De Ant Word. A uh, little yeah, bit. Like uh -huh. there's a little bit of that yeah. kind of. There's a little bit of that kind of creep factor to uh -huh. this, like that smoldering yeah. creepiness. Yeah. If you saw the artwork and the imagery too, it, it doesn't play into like that necessarily, but um, without giving away too much, uh, it's a, essentially a solo artist. Okay. And she, I think she must have some kind of punk background because all of her imagery is like cut and paste flyers and like uh, lots of like dark imagery, but like it looks very punk. Uh, I got, it's Avril Lavigne. No, you're thinking of Skater Boy. A lot of punk imagery. Yeah, yeah. Skater punk imagery. Yeah. No, this is like her album covers are like, they look like demo tapes and things like that. Neat. Okay. God. I just have no idea. Um, if you do, don't. Do you think it's likely I would have heard? Like. Yeah. You, like, you probably know. You've probably at least heard of her. She's been. Like, I could see this being played in the club or, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, she's been kind of in the public eye lately. Billie Eilish. No. <laughs> I did a whole episode on Billie Eilish, though. You know, I haven't heard a lot of her stuff, but what I have heard, I do like. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. Surprisingly so. Can I guess? Yes. Sia? No, it's a great guess, though. Thank you. I'm actually relatively familiar with Sia, so I knew it wasn't her just because, like, her voice doesn't sound like this, you know, like, yeah, but, but that's actually, you know, kind of musically Justin's onto something. I think, yeah, 
you know, because she has an eclectic sound and she'll do heavier stuff or whatever. Yep. But I mean, Sia also doesn't do like punk rock imagery. No. Really. Which, by the way, let me say this about Sia. Sia had like four or five records and then she like solo records and then she had a band before that where like she showed her face like everybody knew what her fucking face looked like. And then when she had her big breakout, she decides to hide her face talking about like, oh, I just I don't like fame or something. And right. it's like, well, we already know what you look yeah. like. Stop with the wig. Yeah. Cast out of the bag. <laughs> but I do like Sia. Like, yeah, she's got a great voice. And some of her more recent stuff is not my favorite, but. Okay, so that's like her new single for an album that's coming out. Okay. End of this month. I, I mean, I, I know we talked about we were talking about Poppy earlier. Yeah, it's but not it's not that. Poppy. No. I I don't know. Tell me. It's Grimes. Grimes. Okay. Yeah. I have so she's one of those people like I've been aware of, mm-hmm. but not really taken the time to sit down and right. listen to. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to claim that I'm a huge fan, but she's one of those artists that I. We'll listen to for a while and then forget about for a while and listen to it again. And she has a new record coming out. And right now she's kind of in the public eye because she's with uh, what's his butt? Uh, Elon Musk. Oh, really? Yeah. And she just got pregnant. (laughs) She's a little baby musk. She has a little baby musk. Little baby muskrat. Musket. A musket. musket. Yes. (laughs) Oh. Jam a few balls in her. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I'm sorry. <laughs> you get a musket at that point. Yeah. 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 But yeah, she just got uh she's got pregnant and she's posting photos of herself online and she's she's like been way more in the public eye the last couple of years, I'm assuming because of, you know, the whole situation there. Uh but I bet their baby's going to be a cyborg. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and she's really weird looking and her imagery is really weird looking and it kind of makes sense they're together. Um but I mean I really like her stuff for the most part. But I'm I struggle with it too. Like it, uh-huh. it intrigues me enough where I revisit it, but I'm not totally 100 percent sold on it. Yeah, like that song. Like I, I, I kind of dug it in. You know, kind of it. It started off with this kind of punk sound, but then there was like a little bit of a beat. And mm-hmm. uh, actually, Justin and I over the past couple of years have been working on some songs that we've dubbed disco punk. Okay, we've been yeah. trying to do like this kind of. Um, you know, kind of punk sound with dance beats, right? right? And try to make it, you know, try to really combine the best elements of both of those genres into something. Um, and uh, so I was kind of like digging that aspect of it. But yeah, the vocal was, yeah, I don't know. Um, and then it was like a little poppier than I tend to go. But right. also, I don't have any problem with pop. There's, you know, there's a handful of like kind of top 40 mm-hmm. artists that I'm like, yeah, these guys are okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, that was cool. Grimes. All right. Yeah, yeah. Grimes. Yeah. Finally had a chance to like sit down and really listen to a Grimes song. Grimey. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm very excited about this next track. Okay. Um I, I I'm I'm pretty sure again you will not know it, but uh I I am very curious to hear what you think about it. Uh it will surprise you, it will shock you. Uh no, probably not. Uh <laughs> I'm re- ready to be shocked. Hit it, Justin. Thanks.
surprising. I didn't expect that. Turn my headphones up a little bit. the horn work mm -hmm. that's really cool mm -hmm. he's amazing drums Bass is super cool. Yeah, it's, it's like that sub bass. Yeah. yeah. This is gonna sound like a real metalhead saying this because it is coming from a real metalhead. <laughs> but this really reminds me of Perdition City, the Over record. Oh sure. Yeah. Um, I don't well. I've heard uh, my fair share of Ulver uh, yeah. over the years, but I don't know that I remember that one super well. But like that, basically, Ulver went from like black metal to this, like yeah. progressive jazz, right? Yeah. Like yeah, Le like electronic with horns. And are like... they still doing that kind of stuff now, or did they kind of go back to black metal? Or no, they're they're now they're basically. Um... They do a lot of different stuff, but they do drone, they do electronic music, they do 60s covers. Okay, okay. They don't do metal at all anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But this is kind of Perdition City-esque. The horns, the electronics. The... Right on. Do anything for you? Yeah, yeah, I, okay. I dig it, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I'll, I mean, I'll just tell you. So yeah, this I, is, no idea. This band is called Excessive. Okay. Um, and this is a project, one of the more recent projects by my good friend and another like kind of longtime collaborator. His name's Eric Carranza. Okay. And he worked on this for, I guess, a couple of years. I mean, he started playing in this band with this horn player, um, and uh, and this drummer, and he kind of got inspired to do this kind of fucking freak out jazz record, like yeah. this modern jazz record. Um. And he played it for me, and it like my jaw hit the floor. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I mean, when I met this guy, he was into like, he was into pop punk. Like, he was into like Blink One Eighty Two and, and right. shit like that. You yeah. know, uh, we met. He was a teenager. He was probably like seventeen, eighteen, and I was probably like twenty, twenty-one. We worked mm -hmm. at the same pizza place, and you know, and he was in bands, and he was always good, and you know, he developed into a into a hell of a songwriter. But yeah, he kind of went from. He went from that and these days like he's doing this stuff and just watching his um 
uh, you know, uh, maturing as a songwriter, right. And, and developing all these interests and, and bringing them into, uh, to his musical output. I mean, I, he played that shit for me and I was like, holy shit. Like this yeah. is, <laughs> and I awesome. do, I love jazz and, and so it's a whole record that's like that. And it's, it's really groovy. Um, and you know, I mean, and I remember the first time I heard the horns, I was like, hang on, is this like John Tesh? What do we got going right, on here? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it kind of fools you at first. It's like it, it does seem kind of like a John Tess situation. All of a sudden, the percussion kind of picks up some, and the bass gets a little bit more intense. And yeah, it's really cool. So, right is that what's the name of it? So, the band is called Excessive. Excessive, that's right. Uh, the album is called, I actually have it here. It's called Flared Opinions. Okay. That song was called Proper Resistance. Is it something. Like you can buy, or is it? Yeah, on? yeah. Like there's actually physical copies. They did uh-huh. a, a a run of them, um, but you can you can get it on Bandcamp. It's okay. excessivemusic.bandcamp.com. Nice. Um, and yeah, no, I've been t- I've been telling all my friends about it. I've been you know they when they did the CD release, I actually did like share on Facebook. Like, hey, just everybody. Like, I really like this album. You should. I think hear I saw it, you know? post like, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to get everybody to hear it. That's really good. Yeah, uh, that was really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm really stoked on it. And it and it it came out about a year ago and it's kind of been in pretty heavy rotation yeah. ever since then. That's so. awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that that out some more. Um I don't listen to a lot of music like that, but that's just quirky enough yeah. that it, it gets me. You know, if it was much more mellow than that, I I it probably wouldn't hit me just right. But uh-huh. that's that was really great. Right yeah. on. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, that's awesome. What do you got next? All right. This is one of those bands that um, I like a lot, but I don't listen to them very often. And so I'm not really sure which would be the great pick to play. Okay. So I'm just going to blindly pick the one that I think might be good. Here we go. Is this a cover? If it is, I okay, okay. I'm not aware of it. What year is this? Uh, let me see. I, I mean, just like approximate. It's like recent. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna ask if this was like thought industry or something. That's a quality guess. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm definitely like. Oh, 
I'm definitely hearing some Mr. Bungle. Yeah. Like, eclectic arrangements and, you know... Everybody's almost like doing something separate, like different, and then it all kind of comes together. And yeah, it sounds like it's gonna go off the rails at any moment. Yeah. Like it's gonna all fall apart. But uh -huh. It's weird, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, again, I'm not totally sure how I feel about the vocals, but. Yeah. If you could see them live, that's what sells me over. Okay. The front man, he is so off the rails and energetic and just, he's so unique. I mean, it's, it sounds like, um, it kind of sounds like early 90s, like kind of post-metal, yeah. This sounds like Jason, like this is some Jason <laughs> shit right yeah, here. Yeah, it is, yeah. If you cut me into pieces... That would be your last resort. Cut Jason into pieces. <laughs> this is my last resort. <laughs> Heavy metal, weird music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> it's one of those things you're never gonna know who it is. Okay, okay. They're they're a Portland band. Okay. They do pretty well um in the area, but they and they've played other places, they tour and stuff, but they really haven't in the northwest people know them. Outside of that, I don't think people do so much. Um but they this year they played uh a short tour with Mud Honey. Um they the drummer is actually the drummer in fear. Okay. Um but they're just they're pretty big in the Northwest, and I'm not sure they've really reached beyond that so much. Right, right, right. Um, the singer, his name is Chairman. 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 Chair Chairman. Like Chairman Mao. Chairman Mao. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like Chairman Mao. Um, but uh, he is a friend of mine, but he's a better friend of my friends. So, like, he's he's a friend, but he's kind of an acquaintance, sort of. He is... I know that type of guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, friends with your friends. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like friends, friends, friends. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. We all know a dude like that. Totally. That's Chairman. Uh, he is one of the most unique, talented, confident, just ballsy performers that I know. He's got a solo thing called The Chair Project, and it's just him and a bass. And he writes- And a chair. That is true. He sits in a chair usually. <laughs> He has so much confidence. He sits there in these venues with just a bass, and he has these weird bass songs, and he just sings his heart out. And he's not the best singer, but he's so confident, and he puts himself out there, and he's so energetic. And like on stage, like he's he's my age or older. 
he's like doing splits on the stage and he jumps up and does these huge kicks and he's just a vocalist. He's not tied down by any instrument. So he's all around the stage and he's screaming and doing flips and shit and it's just it's fucking crazy. Okay. This like badass bass player that's this female bass player and they're just fucking incredible. I don't think the record really does the the song's justice that well. Um but uh fantastic band. They're called Nasal Rod. Nasal Rod. Yeah, Nasal Rod. <laughs> kind of like Lightning Rod. Yeah, Nasal Rod. Hey. hey. <laughs> yeah, Nasal Rod. Um Got a couple of boogers and mushnaz there, Jason. <laughs> Happy a tissue, oh, buddy. Hey, it's lightning rod. Hey, coming at you. Awesome. <laughs> that uh, made my day. Yeah, nasal rod. They're they're really fantastic. Uh, that's a song called Wage Slave. Okay. No, that, I mean it was cool. Like I could uh, I could definitely hear what you're talking about as far as like uh, like if I walked into a club and that band were on stage, I'd be like, okay, what yeah. what's all this now? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, but yeah, fucking interesting. Yeah, nasal the, nasal slave, <laughs> nasal slave, nasal rod. Um, they nasal get a lot rod. of. They've been doing it for quite a while, but they also, you know, they get a lot of love because they're drummers in Fear. Yeah. And okay. Flea just released a biography, uh, and he talked about the years that he was in Fear and his relationship with the drummer of Nasal Rod and how, like, he's the best drummer he's ever worked with and how it really helped Flea become a musician. So now Nasal Rod is even more in the public eye. Yeah. And uh, they did this tour with Mud Honey in in the Northwest, and of course Mud Honey's bringing out all the fucking hipsters. In, sure, yeah. In the Northwest, um, so they're doing really well. Um, but I wanted to give them some love on the podcast because they're they're really odd. Ah, cool. And Chairman's a super good dude, um, and like I said, one of the most talented and just unique voices you'll ever hear. Just so different. Yeah, and, hell yeah, and I love that. Yeah, and, Flea was in a Fear. Yeah, I'd but for- then one day he announced he was leaving. Oh my god. Good one. Hey. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Lightning rod. Hey. I'm feeling it. GJ, you feeling it? <laughs> We're all feeling it. Cacao. Cacao nibs. <laughs> I gotta give Jason a little uh, a little taste of the old bionic broadcast. Yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Give me give me one good lightning rod. Like a really good lightning rod. Oh uh, okay. If he's here. I mean I I thought I saw him here. Uh, yeah, he's downstairs. Hey, Rod. Hey, Rod. Hey, hey, everybody. Great to be here. Jason, thanks for having me on the podcast, buddy. Sure, whatever. Well, hey, listen. Turn that frown upside down. We're talking about spinning some hot stacks of wax from the top of the stack to the back of the rack. We're going to come at you with all the latest hits. Right? I mean, hey, come on. Give it to me. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you feeling it? Nick. Cacao! What if this is the first time someone's listened to this podcast and this is what they hear? They're going to think that this podcast is just Lightning Rod. I don't know about that, buddy. I think people understand that Lightning Rod is a is a, is a man unto himself, uh, a, a guy with something to say, uh, a guy with uh, some energy, and, uh, and a guy who's going to bring it every time you ask me to bring it. 
How much coke have you done today? Hey, hey, listen, I don't do the cocaine anymore. No more bumps. No more hits of the booger sugar. If you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I I hear you, Lightning. Hey, you know, Lightning Rod. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. It's good to see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, grab a Coors Light on your way out. Ah, will do. And hey, listen, if you hear about any DJ gigs coming up, I'm actually in between gigs at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, you go down for rehab for a few months, and the phone stops ringing. Well, you should probably stop playing Meat Shits records at weddings. Hey. I do. Hey, I, I do what I'm called to do. You know, sometimes yeah. the feeling just hit, overcomes you, and you got to play some beat shits at someone's lovely nuptials. I, I love it. I'm, I'm into. I'm into it. But you know, well, what's your favorite beat shits track there, Jason? Oh, I like Fuck Frenzy. Fuck Frenzy, yeah. complete classic. Yep. yep. All right, so J- Justin, go ahead and play Fuck Frenzy by the Beat Shits <laughs> right now. Coming at you in three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Rod, before you leave, uh, you ever met Dr. Roxo, the rock and roll clown? Yeah, I've met him a couple times. Uh, we uh, we ran into each other at rehab, uh, formed a brief friendship, but uh, ultimately he was just a little too crazy for old Lightning Rod, you know what I'm saying? Too crazy for Lightning Rod? Hey, you know, hey, uh, listen, if I could just take it down here for a moment. <laughs> you know, a lot of people think that uh, I'm just a nonstop fireball of energy. Uh, but uh, Lightning Rod has a sensitive side. You do? I do. Yeah? I do. I, I enjoy reading uh, uh, Tolstoy. Yeah? I, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I like listening to classical once in a while. You know, right. I, I used to work on a classical station very briefly. Uh, yeah, it was the, it was the, well, uh, Jesus Christ, it's been so long, I don't even remember where it was now. I think it was in, it was either in Los Angeles or LA. LA. Yeah. Or Louisiana, I can't remember. Uh, Aaron Paul was my co-host. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's the guy on uh, Need for Speed, Top Gun. He, he was in Top Gun. Yeah, and yeah. also Need for Speed. Right. And Fast Five. Oh yeah, Fast Five, Freddy. Fast Five, Freddy. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> but hey, <laughs> all right. So hey, listen, <laughs> we've taken it down, but I'm gonna bring it back up. Oh yeah, are you feeling it? I'm always feeling it, even when I bring it down. I'm also able to bring it back up again. How much of this is going to be cut out of the podcast, you think? None of it. Uh, well, good. I'm, I'll be expecting a royalty check. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to my uh, bionic broadcast dream right now. Is I'm, that right? I'm living it. Yes. Wow. I feel like I'm a part of the show. Well, I'm very happy that I can be a part of this. Thing. So, thank you. <laughs> You fantastic person, you fantastic man, a father, a husband, a pillar, you know. had some great times. Hey, I used to spend some Agalock on uh, Rock 109 in Poughkeepsie. I did a long stint there. A but anyway. People, a lot of people get Poughkeepsie and Poughkeepsie confused. <laughs> I'll tell you something. I once had a girlfriend uh, that told me that she believed that there were two cities in Arizona Tucson and Tucson. Tucson. I had to tell yes. her, hey, I'm wrong about that one. Hey, Lightning Rod. Can you bring Nick back? Right, listen, it's been fantastic being here. I'm going to go, hey, hey, Nick, where are you, buddy? They're ready for you. All oh. right, it's been great being here. I think he's coming. <clears throat> hey, uh, Ooh, uh, I was Nick. Rod. Uh, hey, sorry, yeah. I had to slam the door behind me. <laughs> yeah, he was great. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's good yeah. to see him again. It, actually, yeah. first time I'd met him in person. I, I worry about that guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he loves to shove shit up his nose. He's He does. Yeah. He does. Pencils. Pencils. Tampons. Tampons. 
pencil tampons. Pencil-shaped tampons. Tampons with tampons pencils shaped on them. Pencils. <laughs> pencils where you take off the eraser, put a tampon in the end. You know, that might not be a bad business idea, you know? Like, it looks like a pen, yeah. but it's actually a tampon. Like, disguise the tampon as different fun things. Not because, like, women should be no. ashamed of their periods yeah. or anything like that. Just, like, I don't know, it's like some James Bond spy shit. Oh, totally. You could, you could have, like, a high-heeled shoe where the... the the stiletto part is actually a tampon. Yeah. And nobody would think it was weird if you just like took your shoe off. Took your shoe off and used it as a tampon. Inserted it. Right. Yeah. Nobody would think that's weird. No. Wow. Well, I mean, not in LA. No. Or Louisiana. Or Los Angeles. Nope. Uh, whose turn is it? Is it my turn? <laughs> uh, yeah, because I played Nasal Rod. Did Lightning Rod play anything? <laughs> no. I, you know, I should have asked him to play something, but I was kind of afraid of what he might play. I mean, we did talk about the meat shits briefly. Oh, yeah. Did you guys play? Yeah. Hey, yeah. we should play some meat shits. Well, we we played. Well, we did a cover of Fuck Frenzy, acapella, an acapella cover of the meat shits. Yes. Oh God, yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah, oh, I'm sure you can imagine. Yeah. Oh no, I'm. Yeah, I, I actually have a pretty vivid image in my mind of what acapella meat shits would sound like. I bet you could do it right now. Yeah, like uh, it would be like. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you yeah. do the yeah. Well, yeah. That was AC though. Well, AC, uh hang on. I got AC for you. Okay, here we go. You ready to do yep. some AC? Ready. Okay. <laughs> There you go. That was AC. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I don't want to do a seven inch with your stupid band. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Great. We just wrote a new ACEP. ACEP. Yeah. ACDC and ACEP. Oh, that would be sweet. We could get ACDC. DRI, DOA, GBH, MDC, ACDC. That, that's the festival we should put together. We call it ACT. Acronomia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Acronolapusa. Aquanimity. <laughs> DOA, DRI, MDC, ACDC. Led, L-E-D-Z-E-P-P-E-L-I-N. BB King. <laughs> BB King. And the BBC. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What's wrong with me? I don't know. Okay. Um, uh, I think that was your turn. You you played three songs. Yeah, yeah. We, did, I, we played uh, the new ACEP. <laughs> <clears throat> that, uh, that made me hot and bothered. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? Like yeah. I'm all, I'm all, I'm over clumped. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. It's that L.A. weather. It is. Yeah, it gets, uh, it gets warm here. Not, it's, it's cold in Los Angeles. Right. Um, let's, uh, Justin. Let's go with the next track, please.
I'll give you a clue. It's not Despacito. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was for a second. I obviously have no idea what it okay, is. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I like it. It doesn't hit me quite as hard as the other stuff you've played. Okay. But I do find things like this and other things you've played tonight. That it feels like there's a lot of like uh, modern takes on traditional styles. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this actually. feels like a traditional type of arrangement and maybe style, but with like more modern instrumentation. Yeah, it's like a Tropicalia kind of sound, yeah. like steel drums and everything, yeah, yeah. but then like these kind of heavy beats. Right. Yeah. yeah. So this um, this artist, so it's a it's not a band. It's a you know it's a kind of a producer okay you know, yeah um electronic artist and he goes by the name el guincho okay what does that mean um i i believe it means the winch okay yeah like a a crank you right, know right yeah. um g-u-i-n-c-h-o el guincho okay um and uh so that album so that song was called bombay and it's the first track off of his album pop negro uh, which is like, I don't know, 2013, 2014, somewhere around there. Um, and it's the whole album is just fucking one like kind of banger after another. Mm-hmm. Um, he's span. He's from Spain. Um, he makes great music videos like he, he's actually, um, you know, kind of I don't know, like electronic artists and dance artists and stuff like that. Like, I don't know, for a lot of years, I kind of. I didn't pay much attention to it, yeah. right? You know, like um, in the 90s and the early 2000s, I was just, it was kind of just like rock and rap and, you know, like the stuff I listened to when I was younger. And then like, I don't know, I started to get more into kind of club music and dance music. Mm-hmm. and But I I didn't want the stuff that was just super repetitive or, you know, right. the, the, these like flash in the pan kind of artists with like bad vocals or, yeah, you know, yeah. just it's just all samples or whatever it was like. Um, and, you know, and, and he's one of these guys who just has kind of a really inventive take, I think on, yeah, on dance. Yeah. 
Um, and he did, I mean, early on, he his first couple of records, Pop Negro and the one before that, um, had a lot of that Tropicalia, a lot of that steel drums mm -hmm. and that kind of vibe and feel to it. Right. Um, more recently, it's his stuff's been getting... I don't know, like maybe a little bit more modern or a little more kind of top 40 oriented sort of okay. kind of. Yeah. Um, but uh, but he's still really great. And like he's just got a very kind of unique vision. And like I said, like his music videos are actually cool. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, he plays with a lot of like fun imagery. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, I love that Pop Negro album. Just start to finish. It's really great. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, that's not something I would necessarily run into. So that's cool. Yeah, to play it. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's great. Cool, man. Cool. Um, I've got like three different choices I'm battling over. Okay. So I'm going to let you help me. Okay, cool. In, in a like weird this. way. Okay. So let me get my mind straight. Give me, you have to choose the first letter of the artist and then whichever letter you'll choose is the one that I'll choose. Okay. Okay. So we have an F <laughs> as in fuck. Uh-huh. S as in shit. K, as in, uh, key bump. <laughs> yeah, F S K, or C, cunt. Yep. Fuck, shit, key bump or cunt. cunt yeah. Oh boy. Um. Let's go with the key bump. Let's go with K. Okay. That's probably. A wise choice. <laughs> it's probably my least favorite, but uh, okay. no, this is probably the one I should be playing. I was just tempted to play other ones. Uh, we've talked a fair amount about cocaine on this uh, show, and I just want to throw it out there that I don't do cocaine anymore. 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 <laughs> no, at Coke. Mm, no. Got some hot beats coming uh -huh. on this one, too. Yeah. That was an ad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually it. I'll put that other thing back on. That was good. No, it was that was the end of it. Oh. I'll have to, I'll have to Shazam that later. Yeah. No, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's about like, booking a mountain vacation or something. Oh, yeah. see, that's I felt like I was in the mountains yeah. listening to that. It's their most current ad. It's my favorite. This band I've been mildly obsessed over the last couple years. Okay. Are there vocals? Yes, but they're pretty sparse okay. and understated most of the time. I mean this is this is fucking working. Yeah. I like this. This is this is the band I put on. When the family's around and I'm cooking and we want some music to listen to, or like when I went to uh, Ramin's graduation, he had a graduation party. And yeah. He's like, put put on some music, like just something mellow. And I was like, okay, I put this on. It's just like a go-to. You put in that on that new AC EP. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is nice. They have a concert um, at Austin City Limits online and one on KEXP. 
They're fantastic, really well shot. I mean, okay, so I'm thinking of I'm thinking of K bands. That's right, I kind of gave it away. That that you have talked about being into. Uh-huh. Creator. So there's Creator. Yep. <laughs> Crocus. Yeah. Kiss. <laughs> were, were you ever a fan of Kiss? No, I hate Kiss. Really? I yeah. mean, but like even when you were a little no, kid. Uh, okay. Oh, okay, well. Um, I did have their first record on vinyl just by accident when okay. I was growing up. And I liked that for a while, but I just could never get into it. I mean, I... You know, I'm 42. I was born in the late 70s. Like, yeah. so Kiss were pretty much kind of they had had their heyday like you know by yeah. the time i was old enough to be aware of anything like kiss yeah. were i mean they were still going obviously but yeah. you know they were getting close to like taking their makeup off and all that yeah um my brother i have a brother who's seven years older than me he was born in 1970 and like grew up just worshiping kiss yeah and i don't know for whatever by the time i was able to hear them i i just didn't quite i mean like i don't know i thought rock and roll all night was like whatever you know yeah. like it was like Oh, it, it was just another one of those songs that had been a hit. And, um, but yeah, most of the people that I know that are into metal went through a Kiss phase. Like people who are our age, you yeah. know, like, oh, well, of course I started with Kiss, but then, yeah. you know, I, no. so I turned nine did, but... and I got into other stuff. Yeah, I just, it was never my thing. I just, I don't know. Didn't Have me. you heard that... Um, have you heard that thing that's on SoundCloud that's 45 minutes of Paul Stanley yeah, stage yeah, banter? Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> All right, hey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know who likes to smoke weed. I've been wanting to do an episode just on stage banter. All right, listen. <laughs> I think it'd be great. I mean, you've got your David Lee Ross and your Paul Stanley. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I think there'd be some really good ones. Yeah, you know, it would be fun to put together like a banter off. You know, where they, like, go back and forth. You know, you could kind of, oh, yeah. it could be a uh -huh. fun sound project to just, yeah. like, cut it together so it's like a banter battle. Right, yeah. yeah. Are you ready to rock? All right, listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah, that'd be great. That'd be good shit. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, so it's 45 minutes of Paul Stanley banter, and it's fucking mesmerizing. Like, I listened yeah. to the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He repeats himself a bunch of times, yeah, and so yeah. you just, like start to get into the groove with his nonsense. <laughs> yep. Good lord. That. Okay, um, that's it. That was fucking great. Uh, that was really, really good. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, uh, and so there... is that Ko Dot? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Ko Dot's like heavy, right? They're well, kind of. Okay. Yeah. That's a K band that you've talked it's about. It's a K band. Uh, Killing Joke. Killing Joke. <laughs> you know, you know how it is. Anytime the fucking Anytime the bikes are hot, yeah. and uh, you gotta think of something on your feet. I, I, I there's a million K bands, oh, and I can't think are. of any. Yeah. Um, corn, it's corn. Corn, corn. Yeah. that's yes. one. That was, yep, that yeah, was they corn. did dubstep, and then they did easy listening. As, as did they do dubstep? Yeah, there was a couple albums where they had uh, dubstep. It was actually kind of cool. Oh, dubstep me, Justin. Yeah, I can't think of any other K bands. Not even this one. Crack, 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 crack cocaine. Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Cracker. There we go. More cocaine talk. Casey and the Sunshine. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yeah, there you go. Um, I mentioned this band to you. Catatonia. No, yesterday. 
and you said what <laughs> really yeah like uh like like i didn't hear you properly or like it sounds like i'm throwing up when i say the name oh i'm sure that i'm probably mispronouncing it and okay then, and then i said where they're from and then you made a joke about where they're from oh geez <clears throat> uh okay so lay, lay it on me who were they cronge bin cronge bin <laughs> Yes. And what did I Crunch say? Bin. Where did I say they were from? I said, you said, oh, that's an interesting name or something like that. And I said, yeah, they're from Texas. And then you said something rude about Texas. I did? Yeah. Is it not repeatable? Like, I don't remember what it oh, is. Oh, okay. okay. It, was just an, it wasn't like, oh my God, those people are fucking horrible. You were just like, oh, Texas, that made sense. Or, you know, you said something off the cuff. Uh, okay. Cronjbin. Cronjbin. <laughs> and it's funny because, so it's a three piece. And just on the surface level, you'd think like, oh, they're from like South America or something. Um, but so I was telling all my friends like, oh, it's like some South American band that I found. And then I actually like looked it up. It's like, oh, they're from Texas, from like Austin or something like that. But uh, they're really great. The drummer's South, really uh, South America and Texas occupy the same geographical, geographical location. location. Yeah. 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 It's just like L.A. And people Los get Angeles. it's it's such a common mix, misconception. The same it's, amount of people. Think it's that a cliche it's, for a reason. Yeah, yeah it, it really is. Yeah, but, yeah. No, that was really cool. I mean, so is that their thing? Like they are kind of jazzy like that. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. The drummer's really understated. He's he's really good. Really like simple stuff, uh, but just really like a, he's like a metronome. The guitarist is this crazy haired dude, and he's just doing all sorts of weird swirly stuff around the bass line. And the bass player is just like this gorgeous woman who's just gorgeous and uh they're amazing to watch because they're they're not really active but they just do like these little synchronized little moves here and there and like they do these like little dips where they bend their knees and like dip together and yeah it's they're they're fascinating (laughs) i know what you mean like i kind of like that when bands will do the it's like a it was like a 50s thing or a 60s thing or like a doo-wop thing where it was like Uh all about like having just little moves together yeah yeah. some kind of synchronized and, uh, you know, at some point that became like uncool and, you know, all that. But like yeah. uh, there's something about that when bands will do like just a little couple moves together. Well, and know? that's kind of what they do. And it's very <laughs> understated. And I see Justin's pulling pulling it up. Can you pull up a picture so we can get in the mics, please? Yeah, take a picture and shove it in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm seriously looking at this. I'm going to put it in my playlist. It's, it's like if Avery Corporation played instruments. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Yeah, it's a nice sound. Yeah, I that, enjoy that. That that one in the middle of your screen there, Justin, the the one with the kind of swirly background uh, to the to the left. That one, that's the video. That's awesome. That's a really great great performance. Yeah, I'll I'll check out some Cronge Bin. Yeah, they they have a, a tiny desk, and I love. Tiny oh yeah, desks, so that, yep. That'll definitely be on my. You screen. know, we have a tiny desk right here in fucking, front of us. I I I want to just say this about tiny desk. <laughs> I don't like that they like just allow people to have the whole fucking room. Like at some point it went from actually being about the tiny desk and yeah. like really limiting what people could bring in there and what right. they could work with. Mm-hmm. And then it just became about, yeah, like bring your six piece orchestra in here. And, right. you know, like, I, you know, like what the fuck? Like you had a good concept. And I understand like these people come in and they give good performances and I've seen lots of tiny desk uh, performances that were good that, that where they didn't stick to the desk. Yeah. But it's like then call it something else. Right. Call it around the desk. Around the desk or yeah. big desk or whatever. But don't fucking let you know. I don't like I don't like that. I don't like when people get too fucking big for their concept so they just 
throw it in the garbage. Too big for their desk. Stick to your fucking concept. How do you really feel? I'm telling you. I feel like you're really angry about this. I'm not angry, but I am getting hot and bothered. I have burrito breath. Yeah. 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 No. I, I can. It's That's a good band name. It is yeah, a good burrito. band name. I need to make a list of band names. Uh, my daughter came up with, with one the other day that was brilliant, and I I can't really remember what it was, but it was something like uh, "Back Alley Bill and the Egg." <laughs> Back Alley Bill and the Egg. Yes. <laughs> I imagine just like a like a, a rotting hard boiled egg <laughs> yeah. that's fallen out of the trash, and Back Alley Bill's like, "Well, hey, that's good eating." What I really like is because most bands are like this thing and the plural of something. Okay, you know, it's like it's like Nick Loicano's and or it's Nick Loicano and the Loicano's, sure, or whatever. Uh, but this is like this dude and this other one thing. So it's 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 singular. It's not plural. It's the egg. So you just picture like this back alley bill and the egg. It's like a letdown. Sure. It's always like you start small and you go big. And this is just like this dude and then fucking egg. Yeah, that's. Not very exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it makes me crack up every time. Like uh, uh, Mr. Fantastic and the loose piece of drywall. Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, when Aglock broke up, we'd always joke about, it's Jason and the Aglocks. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool. <laughs> kind of like the Argonauts, but... But the Aglocks. The Aglocks. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I got it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, time for my last song. It's Queen. <laughs> this a uh, Kansas cover? It is not, as far as I know. Did Kansas ever do any songs in Japanese? No, just one about the wind. That sax. Yeah, I like the sax. Although I feel like there's too much sax and violins in music these days. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Think of the children.
You give up? You don't know who it is? <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't have any clue. Sure. So this is um, an artist that I discovered fairly recently. Um, you might not be shocked to learn that this is from the 80s. Okay, yeah. Um, so I, I've recently kind of gotten into these bands that are called like, sometimes they're called synthwave, sometimes they're called yep. plunderphonic. Yep. This is this it was this would be an example of like a plunderphonic thing uh -huh. that I found. Basically these people that take snatches of songs that yep. are like sort of obscure and they'll like put beats on them and they'll right. chop them up and mm -hmm. you know whatever um, into these new kind of compositions. And this shit's just all over YouTube and SoundCloud and places yeah, yeah. like that, right? And in many cases like I'm like I have to find out whatever that thing they're sampling is, you know. Oh yeah, um, that's cool. In fact, uh, whosampled.com has become like one of my favorite websites. Right. Because every like cool rap beat over the years that I was like, oh, I always wanted to know where that bass lick came from right. or whatever. Yeah. You just go there and you find it, and I'm discovering all these bands that were, you know, that people knew about in the '60s or the '70s or whenever they yeah. were around. Um, but sometimes I'm finding like really obscure stuff, or I'm finding things from, you know, that other countries and you yeah, know, stuff yeah. that just w wouldn't have been exposed to here. Right. Um, so he's an example. That's an example of a song that I, I came across that way. Um, and his, his whole catalog is just like, just super cool, mellow, like soft stuff. But, yeah. but, but with that eighties aesthetic, just dripping with that eighties right. aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Um, so his name is Tatsuro Yamashita and that song is called wind corridor. Ooh, wind corridor. Yeah, wind From corridor. The land of wind and ghosts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, you know, I just, like I said, I just kind of came across it um, because somebody sampled it heavily in, in this, cool. in this yeah. little thing. And yeah, he's got tons of great shit. And that's a whole, what that sound was there uh, was something that was very popular in Japan in the 80s, and they knew it as city pop. Okay. Uh, so yeah, a lot of bands with that kind of like it's all it's like a little bit smooth jazz and it's a little bit like soft rock. And, yeah, yeah. You know, uh -huh. like, um, and uh, yeah, like I'm actually, <laughs> you know, I find as I'm getting older, I mean, when you're younger, when you're you know, when you're in your twenties and you're in bands and uh, you know, like everybody's all like trying to you know fucking out cool each other, right? right? And like you, you know, it's, you never admit when you like you have guilty pleasures and bands that you listen to but you would never tell anybody about right. and you uh -huh. know like and yeah like in the last few years i've been like fuck it i love disco yeah. I, I, like, I really <laughs> yeah. fucking love a lot of i mean not you know there's good disco and there's bullshit you sure. know um but i was like no i like a i'm a bass player like i love a funky ass yeah, bass yeah. line uh -huh. and there's a lot of good bass lines in disco yes, there is. um and like I've found that there's like a fair amount of like smooth jazz that I actually Interesting. like. Yeah. Um now you know, there's the cheese ball, cornball, like Kenny G shit. I mean, sorry, Kenny G fans or whatever, you yeah. know. Like some of that stuff is just like a little too cloying and sentimental and schmaltzy. you know, like schmaltzy, right? Yeah. Um but but I think one of the things that I found with um like a lot of these synthwave bands, you know, uh like I really like this band called Washed Out. Mm-hmm. They, they famously they did the uh, the theme song for Portlandia. That's a washed out okay. track, right? Um, and it's you know it's a band that started in 2010 or whatever it was, um, but it's just got this 80s like this like oppressively 80s sound. Like that's their sonic font, for lack of a better yeah, yeah. word, right? Uh -huh. Like, 
and they go with that and and you know in a way it's like sort of a uh like a i don't know there's only so far you can sort of take that stuff and it, it it's a throwback and it's a retro thing but right. i do i one of the things i do like about you know as time moves on and people go back and listen to the stuff from the 70s or the 80s or whenever right yeah and uh you know maybe the recording process wasn't so good or um you know like uh, the riff is good but it's you know the the rest of the song you know people just go and they find like the good parts or the yeah, you know yeah. the hooks the things that that kind of get them going and you know they're able to uh, like throw a sick beat behind it, right? And 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 like pump bump it up in the mix, and in you know in some ways kind of like transform it, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and if they do it right, they give credit to the original artists and and right. all that kind of stuff. And you're able to discover this stuff that you know you never would have come across. That you're never going to no. hear it on the radio. No. What even fucking is radio anymore? You right. know, radio is YouTube. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, you know, just kind of. Fell down this rabbit hole of uh, of city pop, Japanese city pop, and there was actually a lot of really good artists in that, you know, playing in that genre. And that guy uh, Tatsuro Yamashita uh, is is one of the better ones that I discovered. And like, yeah, like he did a bunch of records that are all pretty fucking great. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, never heard of that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard about him like six months ago. Yeah, nice. All right, so I have one last one. Okay, but you get to pick. Again, yes, okay, because I can't decide. I have I have one that dovetails nicely. Dovetails nicely off of yours. <laughs> okay. I uh, also have one that I want to play you. I want to play you both, but one dovetails, one does not. One is a total hundred and eighty degree turn. Ah, let's do that. The hundred and eighty degree. Yeah, play the okay. one you really want to play, and yeah, if it's really oh, different, geez. that's cool too. Okay. This is also a twenty minute song, so I'm just gonna play part of it. <laughs> okay. Suit, suit, riot. <laughs> Throw back a bottle of beer. Yep. I was not down with that swing revival that happened. Oh, hell no. Swirling like, zippers and yeah, stuff? Yeah, that, no. uh, that was, no. No, no. Again, kind of bungalesque yep. a little bit. Yep. More of a like a Middle Eastern kind of yep. feel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this fucking cooks. Yep. Do you think like I've heard the name of this band yep. or okay. you, you definitely know this okay, band. Okay. I don't think you've heard them, but you know of them. I mean, is this like Secret Chiefs 3 or? You're extremely close. Okay, okay. 
<laughs> you know what this is? The world's smallest violin. <laughs> it's crying for you. Crying for you, dumbass. It's not like, uh, like a stratosphere. It's or... a stratosphere. It is. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, good call. So, share some mum- mumbers. They share some mumbers. <laughs> uh, they have shared members with Secret Chiefs 3. Mm-hmm. Um, they were on Web of Mimicry, Trey's label. Mm-hmm. Did four or five records, broke up a while back. Um, they were absolutely phenomenal. Like, this is... They're the best musicians. They just... When I first discovered Astratosphere, for me, Bungle was, like, the top tier as far as music- musicianship goes. Like, these guys kill them. I mean, these guys are so fucking good. And you haven't heard it yet, but they, they do get into, like, Naked City territory where okay. they do, like, like grind and then death metal and... They mix it all together with like this klezmer type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so fucking amazing. I there was a, a period in time where they were touring quite a bit, and I saw them two or three times. And they were actually uh, last time I saw them, they they played, and then after that they were the backup band for Amanda Palmer. Oh and, shit! Okay. Yeah, and that was amazing. Um, they're they're so great, but they haven't been they haven't done anything for a long time. But that guy that we saw at the Bungle show last night, Jason Schimmel, he's the guitarist on this. Okay. And this is off of their first record, which would have been early 2000s. Yeah, you're right. They've been going a while. Yeah. And this guy has, uh, or this this band has Kevin Kometz. Kevin Kometz, uh, what's that instrument called? Um... It has the paddle things, Japanese. Uh, a shamisen. Yes. He, there's that movie, uh, Kubo and the Seven Strings or whatever. It, Kubo and the Two Strings. That's it, yeah. 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 He had a seven string gent shamisen. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, this guy, Kevin Kometz, he did all the shamisen playing in that movie. He's like regarded as like one of the world's best like, shamisen oh, players. Oh, that's cool, yeah. yeah. He actually had a project called God of Shamisen, where it was all shamisen and drums, and it was like almost like a death metal grind shamisen thing. It was really interesting. But yeah, I, I loved this. Yeah, band this so is much. real good shit. This is real good shit. I'm gonna scrub ahead just for a second. Okay. Whose head are you gonna scrub? <laughs> Probably Justin's. I just got a haircut, so it should be fun. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, pretty great stuff. Yeah, this is really good. I'm going to scrub Justin again here. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and you know, like, horns have become really attractive to me 
in recent years, like horns have been attracted to you? Yeah, well, yeah. I'll <laughs> be walking down the street, shunk, you know, just some kind of horn, fucking, like, ah, damn it, another horn. Some kind of fucking twisted elk is walking by and <laughs> just like shoots right towards you. Oh, uh, fucking rain truck. It's it's a daily thing now. Yeah. Um, I've been talking to my doctor about some kind of horn repellent. <laughs> well, you can't be satanic about horns. Well, that's just, I mean, again, that old ch- that old chestnut. Yeah. Uh, no, I've been listening to just a lot more jazz and a lot more music that incorporates brass. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, shit. I can't remember if you and I were talking about this, but did you know? It was you know, it's it's twenty twenty. 2020, right? And, and so everybody was doing the, uh, you know, the decade retrospectives. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And so Billboard <clears throat> put out, like, you know, the top 10 rock songs of okay. the 2010s. And, oh, see, now I'm going to get it wrong. Oh, okay. I think it was, like, six, five or six of the top 10 songs were by Imagine Dragons. Oh, yeah, I, I saw and, something like, about three, that. And, yeah. like, three of the other ones were by 21 Pilots. Ugh. I, I do like Twenty One Pilots a lot, but it's it. Imagine I mean, Dragons. even if I liked Imagine Dragons, it's like really six of the know, top ten spots. Like what? What yeah. the fuck? No. Um, and you know, I mean, it's long been kind of a. People have for many years now have been saying like, "Oh, rock is dead. Rock is dead." Yeah. Right. And we know it's not. We know that there's plenty of people. It's just like it's not in the popular conscience, right? right. I mean, pop music is. I mean, I feel like pop music is bigger than it's ever been. Like, it's, yeah. ju- you know, um, even when, like, I mean, like, you know, you think about the 80s and you think about, like, I don't know, Michael Jackson and, like, right. that kind of pop. But at least it kind of had more, I don't know, it had, like, a little bit more soul and a little bit more funk. And, yes. you know, pop music in the 80s kind of covered a wider range of sounds and musical styles. Whereas now I feel like, I don't and again, I don't know how much of this is just me, like, get off my lawn, right? you know, or how much I can just sort of trust my own ears, but it just seems like so much of the top 40 and so much of what's popular now is really cookie cutter. And the good stuff's out there. In fact, it's easier to find than it ever was, right? You can kind of just go and, you know, you know, if you're looking for grind, you can just go onto SoundCloud and type in grindcore and you exactly. know, you'll find a yeah. bunch of bands. Uh, you can search by genre and shit like that, um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, and I, I guess my point really here is that I do find myself listening to less rock, like uh, you know, and some of it is like I don't know, kind of feel like I'm not hearing too many things that are really new. I feel like I'm yeah, hearing just uh-huh. a lot of throwbacks. So right. even the bands that are doing rock, uh, it's like yeah, I mean that sounds like '90s shit. You know, like I remember when that happened the first time, you know, and it was cool and this is cool, but it's not really moving the needle. But if I were younger, maybe, you know, it would be the first time I'm hearing that stuff. Oh, I love that song. Can you play that one again? Yeah, that was good. (laughs) That was the new electronics meat shit. I think that was a device disconnecting from my computer. It was cool, though. Yeah, let's hear it again. Yeah. That one was that one was hot. There you go. Yeah, that's rad. (laughs) Ooh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Meat shits in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Actually, that would be... <laughs> is he still alive, Robert Deathray? I believe I he, he is. is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But didn't, he, he, didn't he claim he had like some kind of terminal disease? And I feel like 
uh, rumors of Robert Deathrage's demise have been as prolific as his terrible seven inches. You know, like I, he, <laughs> he's yeah, it's true. always been like, oh, I already died, you know, and yeah. you know, yeah. I, as far as I know, he's still alive, and I'm trying to remember now. I think, I think our friend Micah was telling me that he was in touch with somebody who knew him and. He was like, well, what, you know, like, and he just works like a normal job and he's a normal guy and yeah. he doesn't, you know, like he doesn't uh, pull his dick out at, you know, improper times, you know? Yeah. I, I'm sure I've told you this story, but when I first got into the meat shits, um, well, I don't think anybody ever really got yeah, into nobody's the meat really shits. into the meat no. shits. They're just, they're yeah. like shock band really. Yeah. You know? When I first heard about him was early nineties and I got his flyer in the mail for probably fuck frenzy. And you know how the logo has the E backwards? For some reason, that right. really fucked with my head. And I read it as Team Shits. And I don't know why, but it was just it was the Team Shits. I'm like, that is the weirdest ass name. So I bought the demo. And he gave me the Fuck Frenzy tape. Uh-huh. And he sent me a nice letter. And he sent me a shirt. And I was like, okay, like this is cool. And I pulled it out, and it was like a Fuck Frenzy shirt. But it was like <laughs> bright orange with this awful... And you know the cover of Fuck Frenzy is basically just... A close up of penetration. Right, 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 right. I'm like, I'm 14. Like, I'm not wearing this to school. Right. You know, where am I ever going to wear this? Like, my parents would have a heart attack if they saw that. And my parents were extremely supportive, but that would be pushing the envelope. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So I wrote him back and I was like, hey, man, thanks for the tape, blah, blah. And then I get another package in the mail and it's more tapes. And I didn't even order anything. He was just being nice or whatever. And he sent me a bunch more tapes. And I was like, that's really cool, man. <laughs> and then a little bit later, sent me some more. And then he sent me. Another T-shirt. His wife's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, I I "I'm sending pornography to a fourteen-year-old, a fourteen-year-old <laughs> boy in Montana." And, and so, I I pull out the shirt, and it's a giant. I mean, it was like way too big for me. White shirt with the cover of regurgitated semen on it. And I don't know if you remember the cover of regurgitated semen. <laughs> no, I mean they all kind of blend together. It's a drawing of a naked woman throwing up semen. Oh well. That's really on the nose there. Yeah, and it's like a profile. And so I got this. And I'm like, I can't even like, I don't even want to own this, you know? So I threw it away and I wrote back to him and I was, but I was nice. I was like, you know, thanks for sending me all this stuff. Cause I did appreciate getting the tapes cause it was blowing my mind. I, I had no frame of reference for that style of porno no, grind or whatever. And it's, it's pretty funny. Like it really, like to hear it, it's, you know, it's musically not anything really but it it's pretty fucking funny yeah you know like some well, of just, it you know and i was into stuff like napalm death and carcass and all that but i i didn't know that format of yeah like that it's porno very titillating when you're 14 too like, you this know is yeah. weird so i really appreciated that but then i, I just said you know i'm my parents would have <laughs> a problem you, with the could shirts. you please stop sending me shirts. stop sending me regurgitated semen shirts <laughs> and he wrote back and he sent me another fucking regurgitated semen shirt <laughs> so I had to throw that away too, but I had to like throw these things away and like hide them. You know, I, I didn't want my mom seeing it in the garbage. I don't think it would be a huge deal, but they, they were very trusting and I didn't want them to be like, if this is what you're getting in the mail, like unsolicited from some fat <laughs> fuck in Fresno, California. <laughs> Modesto. Like, Right, Modesto. Modesto. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Um, <laughs> Don't besmirch the good name of Fresno, Fresno with Robert Deathrite. <laughs> so I, I just, I didn't want them to suspect that anything bad was going on, and uh, but he kept sending me fucking shirts. That's like hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I bought one demo, and I, got... I couldn't get him to stop sending me T-shirts. Yeah. Okay, I gotta play a meat shit song real quick. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I saw a guy, um, uh, we were at like Milwaukee Metal Fest or something years ago, and there was a guy, oh wait, that's not me shits. Oh wait, if it is, it's a bold <laughs> new direction. This is the Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> they, you search for meat shits, and I know this pops up. The, the YouTube algorithm is... I get the two confused often. It's yeah. just like L.A., Los Angeles, meat shits. The meat shits should cover the Super Bowl shuffle. And vice versa. Yeah. I think the Chicago Bears. <laughs> yeah, the 85 Chicago Bears should get together. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm about to pass out. Okay. Yeah, so I was at Milwaukee Metal Fest <laughs> yeah. one year and a guy was wearing a, a a Meat Shits t-shirt and it was for a uh an album or an EP called Take This and Eat It. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And it it was just like it was Jesus with a giant boner coming out from under his robe. Yep. Um one of my favorites too was he had a 7-inch He had a 7-inch that was called Get ready to shave pussy? With a question mark? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'm, I'm going to play a snippet of Regurgitated Semen. Okay, yeah, let's hear that. Oh, another phone call intro. I forgot about the phone calls. Hey, what's, hey, what's, what's, what's going on, man? Your phone sounds pretty funny. Even use a phone call where the other person interacts with him at all. No, right? Yeah, he just. Yeah. It's like all the substance are in the intros. Yeah. Come on, Robert, get to it. Yeah. Yeah, I want to hear some porno grind. Oh my god! Come on, Robert, I'm gonna scrub. <laughs> Come on. Okay, now Justin, you're an objective third party. Uh, when uh, when Jason and I earlier were going like, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much the same shit, right? Like we pretty much nailed Yours it. Yours was a higher fidelity. Yeah, that's true. 4K. Here's the cover. Oh, I, yeah. So she's vomiting semen, and there's this, there's a, there's a bong in the background. Uh-huh. Just yeah. like, yeah. I had that on a t-shirt, <clears throat> and I forgot this demo has one thousand six hundred and ninety-one songs on it. Right. That's right. Nope, that was me. He used to do that, but it was just like you know, it would be like, and that would yep. be six songs. Yeah. Like yeah, right. This is this is kind of the classic meat shit sound right here. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. 
Oh, Robert Deathrage. Oh, so <clears throat> I'm wondering what the people at the T-shirt factory thought. You know, I know, right? Uh, he must have had an in with somebody or and something. Like that part of California, like Northern California, is pretty conservative. Like you yeah. know, yeah, I, you know, I could see, I could see the the old guy at the T-shirt factory. But I can't make this. You know, like right. But they were really low quality. They're really poor quality. I'm wondering if it was like somebody doing it in their garage or something with this. Yeah, Robert Deathrage making yeah, probably yeah, regurgitated semen shirts in his garage. Do you think he was married? Like is that something you bring to your wife and you're like, I'm working on this new thing? Because I, I do that with my wife. I'm like, I'm working on a new snares record or whatever. <laughs> I'm working on a new karate, something like that. Like, does Robert Deathrage go to his his daughters, his wife, and be like, I got this idea. Listen, the cover, picture it, bright orange with a really bad drawing of a woman throwing up semen? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> semen? I'm trying to nail down what bodily fluid should she be regurgitating. Right. I'm leaning heavily towards semen, yeah. but it could be, you know, you name it, right? Yeah. It could yeah. be- It could be just breakfast. It could be breakfast. It could be urine. Yeah. She could be vomiting urine. That would be, that'd be almost worse, actually. <sighs> God. Why didn't you think of that? Regurgitated <laughs> urine. I think so. <clears throat> I think that a guy like Robert Deathrage, if he was married, and I suppose it's possible, right? I'm sure that it was something where he was like, "All right, honey, look, uh, this is what I do. Um, you know, if you're into it, great. But uh, you know, this is what's going to put uh, food on the table." <laughs> <laughs> There's this 14 year old boy in Montana. He sent me five dollars. And my stamps back. And, you know, it's going to put money on right, the table. So I'm going to send him $20 worth of T-shirts <laughs> right. that he's going to throw away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Robert Deathrage is a he's a legend in grind. And, you know, I it, I mean, that stuff, it's it's so horrible that it almost fold almost, almost folds back almost. into being yeah. good. And, you know, yeah, he's one of these guys like he was so prolific with these awful, awful, awful recordings that like just the sheer volume like that he yeah. had that he just didn't stop that this was what he devoted his time and entry that energy was his, to. like artistic output it was, it was the meat shits <laughs> and he had he and, had a record a record on moribund records yeah that's yeah. right no i remember it like yeah. it, god did he have didn't he have like one on relapse or he might they have. were distributing it or something like that like well he, he had he just he was so dogged that eventually yeah. it was like yeah sure i've heard yeah. the meat shits everybody's Why heard not? the meat shits yeah. you know yeah well, you remember the seven inch that wheelchair put out because Meat Shits played live. And that, that seven inch that wheelchair put out called, I can't remember. It was the first wheelchair release. And it was live Meat Shits opening up for Primus. Wow. Yeah. Opening up for Primus. Yep. Before Primus was like a thing, you know? Sure. Back when Primus was still doing porno grind. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would like to see that. That'd be cool. Sailing the seas of jizz. Yeah. Right. I'd be into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jizz soda. Frizzle fuck. <laughs> Suck on this. <laughs> yeah, they don't even change that one. <laughs> well, this has just been a little slice of heaven. It's been great. I've I've loved every moment of this. Um, but this is the moment where, if you would like, you could play us out with a song. Oh, shit. Uh, so, wait. One of like my songs or some kind of a like just pick something you can or? just sing to us oh gee no i'm not doing that i gave my love a chicken <laughs> it had no bone <laughs> um 
I, I fucking I'm out of songs. Like legit, all right, that's it. Cool. That's all I got. Um, wait, okay, wait. Uh, play, um, uh, Justin, play Hobo Humpin' Slowbo, babe. <laughs> Take us out with that, if you would, please. You know this song? No. You don't? I don't think so. Oh, I mean, we did a cover of it on Bionic. Okay, then I've heard it. Um, th- this song is a fucking stone cold jam, and uh, I've always loved this song. It's. Oh yeah, I think I remember you. Know you. Line? Yeah. Yeah. They were this Swedish, like dance group. But then they did this song, and it was just like, like a buzz bin, MTV buzz bin kind of yeah, yeah. hit, you know. The video is just from another fucking planet. <laughs> it's got a good little bass riff. Yeah. And then when it gets to the chorus, it's just this noisy, crazy, you know. Did she just lick his armpit? She did. She licked his armpit. I like that. This is really cool, but what I really meant is if you wanted to play one of your own songs. Well, that's what I why I asked you, and then you were like, you know, well, I mean, sing Chicken Without a Bone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that song called? I Gave My Love a Chicken? I don't know. <laughs> I just know it from The Simpsons. Well, I, so I, I know one that, that needs to be played. Uh, yeah, Justin. That, that, that Nick wrote. Oh, oh, I think I know what you're going to play. It has been featured on a major motion picture. Okay, not, not, not major, but a motion picture. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to. This is called Boys Night Boys Out. Night out. Nice. Boys Night Out. There you go. That's Boys awesome. night out. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Your crowning achievement. I was uh, I was channeling a little Zisma there. I could hear some yeah, Zisma. Yeah. Heard a little bit of Mortarhead oh. in there. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely heard that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shoes. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck Zisma. Zisma. Ah, uh, I love Zisma. I recently got First and Magical, and yeah, and their box set. What's the box set? The box set is they did yeah with um, live stuff and all the demos and a 
three or four LP box set. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So like the early shit. Early, early yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like the early stuff was more like, it was like carcass, carcass worship, worship, you yeah. know? Um, and then, yeah. And then they just turned into this, like, <laughs> they just turned into this, like, kind of heavy funk kind of sort of you know yeah, um, indie sort of i fucking that that record where they sort of changed their sound where they kind of went for it lotto? lotto yeah is a desert island disc for me like yeah, i love I that love album lotto too and then they did this totally like soft rock record yeah. that was actually really good girl on uh, the beach girl on the beach yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's great stuff my favorite though is uh deluxe i think yeah, Deluxe is uh, sort of the best of both worlds. It's when they heavier. Were, yeah, yeah, still yeah. kind of heavy, but they were yeah. they were leaning into that crooning yeah, stuff. Yeah, um, yeah they, they like reformed and did a reunion show. Yep. And it was a while now, like maybe eight, nine years ago. Yeah. And like there's only shitty videos of it on YouTube, yeah. but even those are pretty good. Yeah. And they played a bunch of shit off of, uh, um, off of Deluxe and, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Janitor's dead now, so. That's no. Better. No, is he? Well, isn't it Janitor? No, I think it's the guitar player. I think it's uh, oh, you're Strenuous right. yeah, yeah, that died. Right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Janitor's yeah. still alive. Yeah, Janitor. Janitor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we call it? Let's call it. All right, buddy. All right, thanks, thanks man. so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, fuck yeah. And Thank next you time you're in L.A. or Los Angeles, be well, sure to visit. I, I think, yeah, I think next time I'll visit Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's good to spend time in L.A. Don't get me wrong. Right. L.A.'s great, but Los Angeles is where it's really at. Yeah, you know, I feel like there's more syllables there. Yeah. It's cooler for me. Fantastic. Thank you, Producer Justin. Yeah, dude, thank you. Yeah, next time you're in Los Alamitos. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and thank you, Lightning Rod. Hey! Thank you, uh, iPhone. Thank you, Clock. Thank you, Good Night Moon. Good Are you night. just going around the room thinking things? Thank you for that. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
Do I, 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 do I,